What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation. Back again, broadcasting from the comfy confines of Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Back for episode 55, Double Nickels. <laughs> to my right, Joanna, you got you, you laughed twice for two things I said. It's Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Uh, staying alive, fifty-five. Is that a thing? Is that part of that song? I don't know. If you get to say double nickels, I can just say staying alive. <laughs> I don't know. 55. I just thought of double nickels as I was introing the show. I thought that'd be a good thing to say. Maybe, maybe it wasn't so great. Also, got to introduce our other co-host, of course. To my left, it's William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? Uh, you're keeping track of how many things of yours Joanna laughs at. <laughs> <laughs> that's three. I didn't keep. Oh, no, I that, didn't... that one's yours. Yeah. yeah, I didn't uh, track on the uh, double nickels <laughs> conversation just yeah. that you came back and you're like, you laughed at two of my things. Yeah, there was something. Good on me. <laughs> All right, so I'll keep track. The laugh track, Joanna E. Russo. That's <laughs> uh, three if we're counting at home. Uh, well, welcome back to the to the program, listeners. Thank you guys for joining us. A big show to get to today, guys. Uh, we're going to attempt to try to keep this under an hour and a half today. We're going to do our best. I think Docs has a hard start, so a hard stop, so we, we should be able to do that. You blame me. <laughs> but a big show, as I said, to get to. We are happy to be joined by former employee and territory manager of Southern California, Vegas, and Arizona, Mark Drath. He's of Mizuno Running now, so we will talk to him later in the program. Uh, I've got a dilemma i got to get into mm-hmm. possibly get if we have time mm-hmm. you know on our we'll sh- make time short <laughs> show uh we've got my dilemma I, i've got another i've got a question for you guys and then i also uh have a, a couple stories in the news and i appreciate everybody um you know giving us in the news suggestions uh we seem to get a couple of those every single week uh first i want to thank greg for the snacks greg from asics we have snacks they aren't necessarily here. They're yeah. in an undetermined location. Yeah. yeah. Define the, we. Right, right. So they are. They were at the office. You know, they should be easy enough to get to the studio, but I put them in my car and I didn't get them over. So we will... Would you run here? We will touch, <laughs> we will touch on the snacks next week uh, when, we, uh, when we broadcast. Because he wrote us like a nice note and... I think maybe some of the employees were snacking on the podcast snacks. What? I don't know how you feel about that, Doc. My my thing is is it's bad enough if you're not part of the podcast eating the podcast snacks. Mm-hmm. But if you don't even listen to the podcast and you're eating the podcast snacks. Yeah, that's not okay. I would say for, for those of you food rats uh, that listen to the podcast, at least don't let the non-podcast listeners eat the snacks so ask them an inside joke and yep. if they don't tell them to put the oreos down <laughs> or, or there was no oreos this week but if that's a request you want to uh, actually i don't like oreos yeah. it just was okay that, just, you, that was just a yeah that was, that was the word that i thought worked in that joke i i, I do agree with that i do think i spent you, three hours last night writing <laughs> that joke. if you don't if you don't listen you don't deserve any snacks i i definitely agree with that I was kicking around the word "ding dongs" for about three hours last night, and then finally settled on Oreos. But I just didn't want, you know. I I revised that. That's probably a good call. Oreos yeah. goes better than yeah, ding dongs. Thanks. A couple other things to get to off the top here, guys. Uh, I want to make sure we again mention the book signings or the 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 book club that is happening at Joanna's store. We've got uh, three great authors coming in. Spots are going fast. 
So uh, sign up now. It's at Run Pacers. Also, I wanted to mention the Beer Mile. Mm -hmm. Spots are going fast in that as well. So get signed up ASAP. Uh, We're going to see, we're going to have Lewis Kent in town. Uh, It's going to be a big, big event. And the big show will be there as well uh, that night broadcasting. Because, of course, Pace Nation is the official media partner. Who's the unofficial media partner? You know, it may be uh, 106.7 The Fan. Mm, because okay. they, they actually talked about our beer mile. Uh, the guy, Our buddies, the sports junkies, talked about our beer mile this week on their show. And maybe we can get them to come out. And we can show them how a radio broadcast is done. Yeah, they can learn a thing or two. <laughs> yeah, they've only been twenty years in the business, but mm-hmm. we can probably show them a thing or two. You get complacent. Yeah, when you when you've exactly. been around the game that long, you get complacent. Yeah. So I, I mentioned that I had a dilemma, and you know, in our pre-show meeting, I said, "Guys, uh, I've got a few topics, and we're trying to keep this tight today." So I said, "This, this, and this." Today and, and every dilemma. day going every, forward, yeah, exactly. And I said, "Dilemma." And you guys said, well, we're definitely going to do the dilemma. No so. questions asked. Mm-hmm. That's in the, the show. The Farley, Farley dilemma. Right. Uh, hopefully. That could f- be its own segment. Hopefully in the future we will get uh, my co-host to share more personal stories. I think that went well last week. Dr. Docs. Dr. Docs. <laughs> you know, actually, my, my dad called See? me this week and he goes, I understand you changed a light bulb in your house. See? <laughs> yeah. See, I told you sharing personal stuff. Is what the listeners want. I but knew it, it. But that's what that's one of those things that I don't want my dad to know. So so now <laughs> this is, yeah. And what was the personal story you shared last week, Joanna? Um, that I have a mouse in my house. That's right. And was there any any blowback from the the house mouse? Yeah, my mom story? T- texted me and told me I should get a cat. Okay. See, so if it's a, an effective way to get uh, personal stuff out there, Cats so it's bad. an effective way to get our parents to <laughs> talk to us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> To engage in conversation with your parents, yeah, that's a good point. My mom obviously doesn't listen, um, so she's not going to be uh, able to partake in any of the snacks or anything else. But uh, can can we also tell you what what feedback? Since we're doing feedback yeah, from yeah, the family ahead. session, yeah, my sister sent me a text and she wants to start a, a GoFundMe page to send you to Nova Geography class. <laughs> can we get that going? Uh, I think Nova may be a little too too. Uh, uh, hard for you to hard get for into. Me to get into, yeah. I would say put me into like middle third, school. Yeah, yeah, third grade. I think I could class. do middle, middle middle school would be fine. But yeah, I think that's that's not a bad idea. I think it would be very good. Yeah, yeah. I mean we'd have nothing to talk about on the show, but it'd right. be really good. Yeah, I, I I own the fact that I am very much geography challenged, and that's that's okay. Um, and it's not a bit either. No, it's definitely not a bit. Everything what we do on the show is is definitely real. I was telling Mark and Joanna before you arrived today that you, both of your brothers know every single zip code <laughs> in the United States, and you don't even know the zip code that you live in. The funny thing is that you bring that up. My my brothers, it's true. my brothers, I do know the zip code I live in two 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 zero one. But good for you. Yeah, but it is funny you bring that up. My brothers are savants when it comes to maps directions yeah. world geography i know arlington ge- geography no you don't well, <laughs> there's you you could make a case as, that I don't. as a matter of fact fast forward to the run we did on wednesday yeah we, we did the runch and you drove to dc the way you run right i know <laughs> like we were going down haynes point i was like why are we going this way because that, that's, that's the way you run to get there that's true you know that is the Seems to be in my mind the best way to get places is by running. So and you drove on a bike trail. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> 
That's not entirely Wait, true. Wait, so why do your brothers know geography? I don't know. No. They grew up literally reading atlases. And now, you where may were be you when young. that was happening? He's the middle kid, too. He, or yeah, he's in know. between them. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why that just fell on deaf ears with me or deaf eyes. I just never got into it. I don't know. I, I understood that your brothers were like quizzing each other on family they road were. trips. Yeah. Well, because he was listening to JT with his beats <laughs> yeah, on. It was, exactly. Um, but yes, that that is... The, all right. W- I am Geography Challenge. We're not breaking any news there. Uh-huh. I did want to share my dilemma, though. Oh, right, uh, right, right. My, my, my it's di- not geography related? No, it's not geography related. Uh-huh. So uh, whether you guys... Uh, you guys know. I don't know if I've mentioned to the listeners. I uh, coach basketball. Uh, on the side, at, at, uh, I'm an assistant JV coach over at Yorktown High School. One of my favorite things I do, and it's sort of like charity work, you know? Yeah, All of us mm-hmm. do charity work. When the guys sweat on the floor, you run out with a <laughs> towel and wipe it up. No, I am actually molding the, the minds of these young oh, student Lord. athletes, you know, these 14 to 15-year-old, 16-year-old student athletes. Really enjoy it. Take it very seriously, and it's more than just mopping up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that yeah. is a major part of it. No, it's, it's not. No, I actually do coach. <laughs> I, I teach them the offense. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I played basketball once upon a time. Wasn't very good, but did play and, and really enjoy basketball. So my life is going to get a little bit more. It's going to change. It's busier. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the stores. You have, mean when we podcast five days a week. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the the uh-huh. podcast is demanding. The stores are very uh-huh. busy and I'm having a kid in mm-hmm. August. So well, Julie's having a kid. Well, yes, yeah, Julie's having a kid. And you know, we, we she and I have had loose discussions about this basketball situation. Uh-huh. Um, her kind of understanding is that I'm not going to coach. Mm. And my loose understanding is that, you know, why, why does Julie we'll cross think... that bridge when we get there is kind of my understanding. But why does Julie think that you're not going to coach? Did you maybe tell her that? Uh, I don't recall saying those exact words, <laughs> but I probably didn't. Not in so many words did I say I'm not going to coach. But again, it's one of the things I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. I love our staff right now. We've got a new varsity coach. He's brought in a lot of great energy. Uh, we're turning the program around. The culture of the program is 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 headed in the right fast direction. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> I really enjoy like this team building and culture building. Yes. Uh-huh. So, so, uh, uh, so this this past couple weeks we've had green days, which are practices outside of season. You only have like you know twelve green days that you can go that that you can actually have the kids go to. Mm-hmm. So I have been kind of sneaking out and doing these green days mm-hmm. without her knowing. Yeah. Well, she's going to know now, but because she does listen. Yeah, to I the saw show. her. I also saw her Wednesday. Yeah. And and she said something to me, and then she goes, "By the way, I listen to all the podcasts." Yes, she does. Yeah. So <laughs> she's going to know now, but so maybe this is just my way of telling her with avoiding the conflict of actually telling her. Joanna, how do you feel about being Farley's confessional uh, <laughs> sounding board? Yeah. The podcast is, has turned into just Farley admitting to Julie <laughs> while she's not here, so yeah. that. Uh, uh, what, what what are your feelings on 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 this new format that we've taken on? Um, I don't know that I want to be in the middle of this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be involved. All right. Well, I think my life was easier when I didn't know anything. I won't ask you to comment. That's fine. But I, I do really enjoy coaching basketball. I feel like I'm making a difference with these kids, and it all may come to an end here very soon. And I'm not sure how I can 
really I've gotten myself in sort of deep ish. I'm not sure how to like transition out if mm-hmm. I need to transition out because now the head coach is really kind of relying on me and, and, and likes having me around and likes the energy that I bring. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, Julie doesn't really want you to be gone all the time. Right. So <laughs> right. um yeah, yeah. She, I think if she thinks that you're not going to do this for whatever reason, she thinks you're not going to do this. Yeah. You need to come to to terms with the fact that that's not going to be something that you're going to be doing yeah, going forward. I think so. I think you're probably right. Yeah, it's hard for me to let go. I've done it uh, two years now running. However, I do have an idea. Okay. Um, if you invest in this company that Bob Thiele and I are starting, <laughs> yes, we plan to increase the mass of the Earth. Okay, to slow down its rotation to add an additional two hours in the day each each day. I'm in on that. Mm-hmm. How much are you looking for seed money? A uh, few few million dollars. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But uh, oh, then man. we're gonna have 26 hour days. Yes, that's and, what I need. Uh, you can you can use those two hours however you want, and it sounds like you would just say my two hours with the new days. Are going to basketball basketball practice. coaching. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Thank you. Uh, I won't ask you to comment again because you don't want to be in the middle of it. But that is the way I'll sell it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a good way yeah. of selling so it. So you can't do it until until we're successful adding the two hours to the day. What are, what do you do you do you think science. there's a do you think there's a good <laughs> chance to be able to do it? Blah 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 science. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, keep me keep me updated. I'll on keep that. you posted, and yeah. I'll, I'll keep you updated on my my basketball dilemma. I feel like it's charity work. Everybody should do charity work. You know, Docs does the podcast. That's his, <laughs> that's his charity work. So I feel like it's you know charity. That's maybe that's better than selling it on the two extra hours a day, which will mm-hmm. never happen. Um, I don't know. I, I will keep you keep you posted, or don't whatever. <laughs> Either way, it's, it's fine. <laughs> All right. I don't know how we transition from that, but we're going to. Uh, next up, former employee of Pacers Running. He now works for Mizuno as the territory manager of Southern California, Vegas, and Arizona. It's Mark Drath, and he's going to join us next here on Pacer Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. Now, excited to be joined by guys is Mark Draft, Territory Manager for Mizuno, and he is the Territory Manager of Southern California, Arizona, and Vegas. Mark, welcome to the show. Guys, thanks for having me. And you are a listener as well. Yeah, I mean, it's the only way I get around and make it through all those trips. Yeah, but Farley um, wants Farley's first question. I'm going to ask for yeah. him. You know where I was um, going with this. I feel like this involves a hookup at some point. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this yeah. is where we're headed. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I, I, um, no, he's hooking me up. Like with, helping someone yeah, out. Yeah. Not, um, not, 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 not the casual three way. Not, this, no, yeah, not this kind of show. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, actually, Farley's first question is: um, How are you able to uh, support Arizona, Las Vegas, and Southern California when they're so far away from each other <laughs> uh, on the map? In his head. <laughs> that probably, actually was not where I was going. They're different continents, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Aren't two of those in Europe? All right. <laughs> it's a, it's all, a lot of long all flights. S- all serious. How far <laughs> of a drive is it from the furthest north part of your territory to the furthest south part of your territory? 
Uh, that'd be about 13 hours. 13 hours. Yeah. Wow. So okay. I binge listen pretty much. I kind of stack them up and then just kind of fly through. That's why the tweets are all over the place. Um, so, <laughs> so you're like the only person who wants the shows to go longer. Right? Yeah. Everybody else is like under an hour or I'm out. Right? Yeah. And you're like, where's the six hour episode? Exactly. <laughs> that's why I've been pushing this whole thing. That's why the first segment was like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, I, I was bringing up Vegas because one of my New Year's resolutions was to gamble more. Mm. And now he can be my guy in Vegas. So on your trips through Vegas, are there accounts like on the strip outside of Vegas? Are there is there a Las Vegas running store? There are, so there's actually there's uh there's three stores, uh all one account. Okay. Uh so it's a a decent size uh account out there, uh Red Rock Running Company. So they kind of hold down the majority of Vegas. There's a couple other smaller accounts as well. Um, but no one's on the strip. They're all kind of more in yeah. the suburban areas. Yeah. So there's no like sports book right next to any of your accounts. No, that doesn't mean I don't visit them. I kind of took that resolution personally, <laughs> yeah, too. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> if he's driving 14 hours to get there, I'm sure he's not that far out of the <laughs> way to uh, put some money down that's for you on, a, on another Washington team to exit the <laughs> first round. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll have to talk off air on that, on that, <laughs> that, that stuff. But you were a Pacers running employee. You did our footwear buying. Before that, you uh, uh, ran for, for GW. Do, did you enjoy running for GW? Do you enjoy DC running? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's kind of what got me into working at Pacers. That was kind of the, the thing that actually led to me working there. So, yeah, I got a, a lot of respect for GWXC. And, I mean, uh, Terry Weir, word. I'm sure he's listened to at least one podcast. Oh, for sure. Uh, he's he's the coach there now, and I mean, I'd be honest, I'd be happy if I got a run under him. But he's taking the program in a really great direction. And your favorite spot to run in DC is what? What's your favorite probably, trail? Probably the Glover Archibald. Actually, okay. kind of. I mean, it's a little bit of a standard one. Is that the connector trails? Those are the connector. Yeah. Trails. See, we yeah. can't figure out what the name of those Glover Archibald is. A, is a great spot. Yeah. Yeah. Canal, you get a little canal c- connects to it. To it. You, know, yep. you make the whole thing work. Yeah, everything connects. Yeah. Yep. So, so GW, what, what were you guys? You were a varsity team yeah. when when you were there. To, are, are they? So Terry has taken it to the next level. We'd yeah, love he's to added get, track and field, and it's been huge having that. I think that's made it recruiting a lot easier for him, and they're getting some really good guys coming through there now. And so your first job out of, and I I, I think I know this, but your first job out of GW was. With Pacers running, yep. right? Yeah. No, they they somehow hired me. I, it's still questionable as how that happened. And then you became the footwear buyer. How long were you the footwear buyer for us? About three years, yeah. So you are now a rep. I yep. mean, it can't be nearly as, as glorious as being the Pacers running no, footwear buyer. No, nowhere buyer. near as. Yeah, yeah. no. Those, I'm still reliving the glory days every time I show up in D.C. Um, but, yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of things that coming from that perspective of the footwear buyer has helped out a lot with being a sales rep. You kind of understand a lot more what uh, the accounts are going through, and you have a better perspective on that. So let's let's talk about Mizuno, and the company is out of Atlanta, and you just came back from sales meetings. Tell us sort of like what M- Mizuno is all about, the culture, what you guys are, you know, just kind of what you guys are all about right now. Sure. I mean, it's it's a company that's been around for a long time, and I'm not sure people quite know. I mean, it's, it's 110 years now uh, the company's been around, um, and... They've always been kind of seen as the light running shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the big thing that I've come out of this sales meeting with is that focus on lightness is still there, um, but there's been an increased focus on comfort and smoothness and responsiveness of the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've introduced a new wave technology coming out in October um, that's going to have a lot more 
uh, smoothness to it. It's going to be a lot bouncier, a lot livelier. Um, so people who have worn the rider, uh, they're still going to love the shoe, but I think it's going to introduce it to a lot more new people to kind of be more interested in the brand. So just just uh, peel back the curtain a little bit here. Mark has brought in two new shoes. Yep. Uh, they're sitting on the table. Um, and Joanna and Farley couldn't be more distracted <laughs> yeah, checking know. out and feeling these they shoes, are, yeah, they are. Uh, which is fine. I just want our listeners to know that, that uh, how excited you guys are to <laughs> see a shoe that you've never seen before. Well, the Wave Rider 20, I mean, this is one of our best-selling shoes in the store, and then he's got a new shoe here. And what's the, the new... New shoe Wave Horizon. Yeah. You, you guys are some of the first first people to see nice. that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's the Wave Horizon. So uh, we have a stability shoe called the Inspire, and mm-hmm. this is kind of the step-up in cushioning from that shoe. So similar in stability, um, but a lot more cushion. Uh, we're introducing a new wave plate for that one as well. That does have Cloud Wave technology, so... A softer, smoother ride with that one, um, and then it gets the Euphoric X midsole uh, along the bottom there, so an even softer, smoother ride with that shoe. All right, so let's get to the important stuff here is the gifts that he brought. Mm-hmm. Is that GIFs or GIFTSs? <laughs> no, not GIFs. No, he didn't give us any uh-huh. memes on the internet. No. Yeah, well, I thought that uh, recently you were talking in a previous show about how much you love GIFs. <laughs> On your I, on your internet I internet rant, I, I, and he's a, he's an avid listener. He says he's, he binges maybe on the flight here. He's like, oh, if, Farley likes gifts. Let me go see what we got in the Bryce Harper you department. Just put together a library. You know? If you remember correctly, I'm not a big fan of definitely not a fan of any of the the new uh, Snapchat. Yeah, the uh, filters, but filters you, but you gave that <laughs> argument a, a, a compliment sandwich. Yeah. Or you gave the internet a compliment I did, sandwich. I did. And said you like gifts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. okay, so we're talking but about we're talking G-I-F-T-S's. About, yeah, so, okay, so what do we got? So I'm, I'm wearing the shirt, and this is like a really nice mesh. Uh, what's the shirt called? It's called the Helix T, so it's, okay. uh, it's a seamless construction for us. All right. So kind of a, a little a little heavier, but a little softer, smoother feeling shirt, it, synthetic and everything. So. It, it, it is it is a little heavier, but I usually sweat in the studio, and I'm not sweating mm-hmm. with this shirt on. Um, and uh, he he really did. As soon as he got it, he just he just took his other shirt off, put the <laughs> shirt did, on. But he took a selfie first in between, <laughs> in between <laughs> shirts. Yeah, as he always does as he's changing. <laughs> trying to keep up with Ryan Hall. I guess. Yeah, it's understandable. this is totally, totally fabricated. Uh, but let's get back no, to the GIF. you did take your shirt off and put I the did. shirt on. But let's get back to the GIFTs. So uh-huh. we've got this shirt, okay, mm-hmm. and also uh, a pair of Elite Retro Crew socks. These are all the rage now, man. From and, and they're green and gray. Green and gray. Well, yeah. Mine are pink. Ah, oh, nice. These are all the rage. I, I had I to go gender these, specific. You know? These are these these are all the kids are wearing these elite crew socks. So those are mm. awesome. And then am I allowed to wear them then? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, I'm really excited about uh, the the shoes that he brought. This looks like something I haven't seen before. Tell us what you got here, Mark. So that's the Synchro MX. So it's one of the first shoes we've ever made without a wave plate in it. Um, so kind of trying something a little different. But the major reason why I gave it to you guys was uh, this is the first shoe we did with some engineered mesh on it, okay. uh, which is the kind of stuff that will be coming out with the Rider 20 and the Horizon. Uh, so the nice thing with engineered mesh is you can really control the fit without having to add any weight to the shoe. Nice. Uh, yeah. So it's, again, kind of focusing on that lighter type shoe. So 
Wanted to make sure you guys had something kind of fun and different that you're not seeing out in the marketplace a ton. Joanna, do you want me to throw you this other shoe, the, the right shoe, so that you can uh, check it out? <laughs> I already have them on. How they feel? Good, right? Yeah, I really like the engineered Fantastic. mesh. No wave plate. Love it. Cool, man. And most important, mine are gray. Right, <laughs> right. So we can keep track of, of that. Is that a neutral shoe? Is that it a, is. That's yeah, a neutral, it's a neutral shoe. shoe. Nice. There's one gift that didn't make it. It's sitting in Navy Yard right now. Okay. Uh, but I basically, Mizuno makes a bunch of different stuff and a bunch of different sports, so I tried to get something from each category for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a large backpack for each of you guys sitting in wow. Navy it's Yard insulated. right now. That's a little bit, and we'll circle back to Mizuno, but... Uh, Mark is, is, is a fan of the show. How did you get turned on to the show initially? Uh, so I'd say probably my first interaction with it was uh, when Joanna came out for the LA Marathon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then went back and started binge listening from there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry. You didn't listen to the podcast until... <laughs> February. Until yeah. February? Absolutely. But he's gotten through all 54 episodes. So I, didn't, I didn't know that. I thought okay. you were a listener when I was in L.A. in February. Well, I'm a sales rep. i got to make you feel however. <laughs> right, exactly. Feel. I mean, come on. I feel lied to. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think my takeaway from this is that one of our goals has been to grow our audience. Yeah. Clearly, we just need Joanna to go all over the country and talk to one person in each city. <laughs> yeah, at a time. Uh, and then each week, we'll get one more listener. Right. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. plan. Yeah. In fairness, it has spread through Mizuno, too. So nice. You, you do have Chris Hollis, who's the apparel PLM down there. He does nice. listen to some episodes. Nice. Excellent. Thanks oh. for listening. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Uh, so you mentioned L.A. How's the running in L.A.? Uh, How's the living in L.A.? It's pretty tough. Uh, you can run year-round pretty much anywhere. Uh, there's tons of trails. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome, actually, being out there. But even, I mean, the, the day of the marathon obviously was super hot. So it probably is. If that's February, I can't imagine, you know, as we get into May, June, it's got to be hot out there, right? It's hot, but there's no humidity. So that kind of makes it easier. Plus, if you're closer to the beach, you don't really have that issue. It doesn't really get above 80. So, okay. so it's that dry heat, everybody. It's the dry, dry heat. heat. Yeah, that's, that's that thing that no one knows about in D.C. <laughs> yeah. All right, so L.A., uh, you're, you actually live in L.A., is that, yep. is that correct? Yep, on the okay. west side of L.A. There. Okay. All right, what is, who is the celebrity that you've bumped into most recently? Give us one or two good celebrity sightings. Uh, I, I did bump into David Beckham uh, wow. really randomly. Okay. Yeah, that was That's that was a big one. A, yeah, That's like an A-lister. Okay. It's, it's really embarrassing where I did do it, though. So I went to a Soul Cycle class. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever done that. It's a questionable life choice. But, right. um, yeah, he was, I have done him, yeah. He, he, was, he was in the class uh, and then was mobbed. Obscenely no afterwards, he was in uh, the class. He was, he was in the class. Soul cycle? Yeah, wow. everyone's well, going to do Soul Cycle now. Well, he yeah. did it with his son Brooklyn. So okay. that's they were both wow. there. So it was it was a little bit of a frenzy, but uh, yeah, somehow I made it in there. Wow. How how magical is the glow around David Beckham? Oh, it's stunning. Like, y- yeah. is it just like magnets? Like you just yeah, get no, pulled in? Yeah, like you it, it, you hope a little bit of it rubs off on you in like the most normal way possible, <laughs> right. but it just doesn't happen. But isn't it funny? Like his voice he sounds like a mouse. Oh, he's like a small child. He's actually not that tall either. Really? That's that's the added benefit in there. Yeah, huh. he's he was shorter than me, so that's that was kind of a a, a big that's a plus. feather in the cap yeah. for me, really. Um, so David, that's a big one. Okay, I was going to ask you if there's any others, but that's like a, a an A lister. So, so you're I'm, satisfied? I'm on satisfied with that. But I'm, 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 I'm interested in like Hollywood. Are there like movies being produced all the time? Is it? You know, <laughs> I mean, like, are you walking around and you walk through a movie set? Like, how does this? Yeah, right through it. They constantly <laughs> cut. Like, uh, <laughs> who is this guy? 
I'm actually. Uh, I'm here for the Soul Cycle class. Get the Masuno guy out of here. Like I'm, seriously, how does that work? I'm pretty much in the background of every film within the last okay. year and a half. Okay. Um, no, it's actually it's funny. Like if you live in LA, you don't go anywhere near Hollywood. Okay. Uh, unless you actually work in the industry. I didn't um, know that. Okay. Yeah. So there's uh, there's studios all over the city. Uh, it's not all just in Hollywood, but. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's funny. There's there's almost like two worlds in LA where there's the Hollywood entertainment world and then there's the rest of us schlubs out there. So, yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily appear in a lot of films. Um, <laughs> not, my not, film credits not are limited. Not uh, yet. Okay. Not on IMDb yet. <laughs> All right, uh, but you, you do have connections from this is I knew this when 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 Mark worked with us at, at Pacers Running that he had some sort of weird connection to the music industry or your dad did give us what, what what's the background on that it's it's really random but uh my dad used to be uh an executive uh for a music company and so he uh he was responsible for signing some artists back in the day some people may know of like NWA and Snoop Dogg so <laughs> yeah that's, those uh, are big ones yeah so but was is your dad was he in the movie he was not in the film <laughs> he actually uh he's a pretty private guy and that's part of the reason why we don't really talk about it a ton, but, no, but I, yeah. Well, now thirteen people are going to hear about it on this show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he was not one of the guys. Like he he's not portrayed in the movie. Yeah, portrayed. I, mean, yeah. I, didn't, he, I didn't mean like in the background. Yeah, which, no, no, I was in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He, he was not actually. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he's not mentioned in the film. Mm -hmm. um, the other guy, Brian Turner, who's in it, uh, he he was one of the guys he was working with. Mm -hmm. So w when you watch that movie straight out of Compton and you know what another pet peeve of mine is mm -hmm. the straight out of whatever Facebook post you have save it I don't need it okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that but never, the movie never did it. but but the movie I mean was that like were you did you did you watch the movie and think wow I'm reliving my childhood or I knew this or that or you I, you didn't relate to it at all I, I wasn't in Compton <laughs> um, which may surprise people right uh, being the uh, person I am, right? But, um, yeah, uh, it was. I mean, every movie is told through a perspective. So, you know, there's there's storylines that are told more aggressively in a film than they maybe were in real life, or right, you know, whatever. But uh, no, it wasn't like a, a childhood memory for me. Okay, uh, you know, me and Easy A were not. Uh, <laughs> right. He right. was he wasn't giving me the bottle at age three or anything like right. that. So your dad did did sign him though. That's... Yeah, that that was he was involved with all that. Was so. your dad a big? gangster rap guy or was he just uh, signing no, he, or he was just that's it that was his job he that, wasn't like listening to gangster rap as he grew up no i didn't listen to a ton of gangster rap growing <laughs> okay. up uh but it was growing up listened to a lot of music uh and so there was always music in the house and everything like that but no uh the the parental advisory sticker was definitely something taken very seriously in the house in, in, in the draft yeah. household okay in which way? Like, like in a, let's yeah. ignore it, or yeah. we have to honor no, it? No, funnily enough, honor it. It mm. was, uh, it was very much like uh, you're gonna listen to this when you're in my house. Show. I was only allowed to listen to stuff with the parents. <laughs> yeah, right. that, that explains a lot. Yeah, yeah, it that's, does. that's perfect. Yeah. It does. So, I also have a couple of the, the, the personal stuff, guys. I like the personal mm -hmm. stuff, yeah, yeah. as you guys mm -hmm. know. Um, mm -hmm. So, you've got some sort of British tie-in. I wanted to ask you about that, and and. About these guys' horrible accents and your whoa, thoughts whoa, whoa. On, on thoughts on that. Yeah, objection, leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> so no, what is the what? Are you a dual citizen or something? I, or? I am a dual citizen. Okay, so, wow. Yeah, it's it's again another random part of my life. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, both my parents are actually from England. Uh, okay. But my dad's dad was born in Chicago. Met uh, my grandma over in England, and they had the kids over there. So my dad grew up in England, and then met my mom in England. They moved to the U.S. Uh, 
to Minnesota originally, but I was born in California. Okay. And your take on their British accents? Um, I love these now. guys. I really do, and that's that's how you preface <laughs> saying something negative. It's I learned a, this it's from a Farley. Compliment sandwich. It's a compliment yeah. sandwich. Yeah. yeah, I I've worked at Pacers for a while. Yeah. I learned a lot from Farley. Yeah, um, and so it was it was nice that you guys made the effort. Uh-huh. Um, I appreciate the attempt, but all right, was, we're running out of time. Certainly, <laughs> it was certainly. What's an your attempt. next question? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think it was that good either. Uh, do your parents still live? I'd like to have the last word on that and then transition out. Uh, do your parents still live in London? Or no, or? they uh, they actually they moved back to the, uh, California shortly after I did. Okay. So it, it worked out pretty well. They live about an hour and a half north of me in Santa Barbara. Okay, so just cool. away from me for you, Farley. So not on the they they don't live in the British Isles. No, which no, everybody, they don't. everybody knows where the British Isles yeah. is. Everybody knows. Yeah, London. Yeah, right. it's the only place in England actually. Yeah, <laughs> just one city. Farley, he's not talking about your dog, London. Oh, not oh, yeah. not the not the star of the podcast, London no. the dog. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. L- London, well, well, the city. Okay. So speaking of dogs, Mark, yeah. you just got a dog right yeah okay so let's talk dog baths in la okay that's that's <laughs> that is actually farley is gonna love this oh man um, so, so we, in. we adopted a dog from uh, from a shelter we okay. rescued him uh so i have a roommate and so luckily between the two of us we can manage one living thing um but <laughs> it's hard it's it's impossible it is right? um but we decided you know we got this dog he's been in a kennel he's been in a shelter we gotta we gotta treat him right on the first bath so we we took him to a groomer Okay, and I had no clue what we were doing. We just you take a dog in, you you hope for the best. I can totally feel you where you're going. Yeah, so I agree. That's I what live I in L.A. No, um, no menu on the zero uh, menu. Yeah, just, no menu. Just, yeah, just go in just there. Just go in and act yeah. like you know what you're doing, and give the dog for the bath. And yeah. it wasn't like we took him to like Beverly Hills or anything like that. <laughs> we just we just put him in there. Right. Uh, he comes out. He has a nice bandana on, so nice little like <laughs> accessory touch. Uh-huh. Uh, that's but cool. then they go, oh, so that'll be fifty bucks. Fifty. Fifty. Five zero. Wow. Uh, and that's that's before tip. That was before tip. And wow. And let me tell you, it was difficult to hand over a tip after fifty dollars <laughs> yeah, bill spent. I mean, the bandana is nice, but fifty dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I just I but thought you'd band- feel a little better about yourself. I do that feel moment. better. Thank yeah. you. The yeah. bandana was uh, used on tour with Guns N' Roses for uh, <laughs> right. six months in Could've 1988. Could have been out in L.A. So, Who knows? Yeah. It was yeah. actually a bathing ape one, which I don't. I didn't make me yeah. feel any better <laughs> no, about it. No. I was just kind of like, that's really yeah. questionable that anyone would make that. I, I but, agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, what kind of dog is it? Uh, so he's a mutt, but he's mostly uh, German wire-haired pointer. So wow. randomly, sort of like London. Very, very yeah. similar. Yeah. He looks a little different from my understanding, yeah. but he's, uh, he's definitely got a lot of that in him. Okay. And name? Jack. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, probably a high-energy high dog. So those 13-hour trips probably don't sit, sit well with Jack. Yeah, I he's bet. not a huge fan of the car, <laughs> but he, uh, he's actually really calm at home, which is a uh, bizarre good. moment. I'm going to assume that's part of his other mutt-like qualities. Got it. Um, so moving on, um, in the hotly contested Crystal City 5K race of 2014 of oh. Drath versus Ut, mm. who was the ultimate victor? Uh, I, I took it in a landslide. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was I, a race. I want to point out, though, just the weather conditions were brutal out <laughs> right. there. For and just I you. Just, just, <laughs> well, just me. Yeah. yeah. No, I was coming from California. You guys right. had some rain, right. slick surfaces. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm going to say it. I, I kind of Seinfeld it and jumped the gun a little bit. He did. <laughs> he, probably he, did. He, he did kind of, you know, jump the gun. So. I didn't realize that was a race. Nice. It, okay. it was about 50 meters. Uh, it was really strong. Oh, for it was everyone. a 50 ma- meter yeah. race. Okay. So it wasn't the whole 5K. Because yeah. I was going to say, I put my money 
I, I bet heavily in Vegas yeah. on draft for over. A, no offense, Chris, but uh, well, yeah, you uh, you lost that bet. So give Mark a hundred dollars <laughs> so that he could turn that into the casino. All right, I might uh, again. That'll be for off air stuff. But Mark, what was your what was your time? Uh, for the fifty meter race, <laughs> yeah, in that fifty meter race, um, I think maybe if I'm lucky, uh, it was ten five. But I, I want to say I, I want to say it was hand timed. So right. wait, a ten five and a fifty meter race? Yeah, it was. Uh, I came off the line um, about like a bucket of molasses. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. slow. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you brought up that uh, we were t- talking about times there. I had a question that was tweeted into me uh, when somebody found out we had Mark on the show. Uh, they wanted to know his opinion on not being totally truthful about your times. Uh, to me, that's a big pet peeve, and I'm glad you owned your 10, 5, 50 meters. <laughs> Proudly, really. Yeah, pr- yeah. yeah I, I, and, you know, I, I, I think, um, you know, you are what you are, and that's the great thing about our sport is that you, the time that you run in the 50 meters or the time that you run in the Crystal City 5K is what you got. What's your thoughts on, on that? Well, I think I mean it's it's one of those things in the industry we're in. You, you get a whole range of people running, and so there's there's some people out there who've run some ridiculous times here yeah. in our industry, um, and then you know there's the people who have not. Um, right, I'm one of those people who have not. Right. Uh, but you ran so pretty well. I mean, you ran it. I got around a track occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your, your PRs are probably you know around mine or a little better than mine. So they, you know, fair to I, I can move fair to okay to good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. But, but yeah, I think it's it's one of those things where uh, it's it's obvious when you're lying a little bit. Right. It it kind of comes across, and uh, it's it's also one of those things where in this internet age, like any anyone can look that up, and it's pretty easy to make the uh, equation of if you're running a certain time for an 8k, you're certainly not running right. this time for a half any marathon type of or a marathon yeah, or something exactly. like that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it comes a slippery slope if you start making up times and. Somebody also tweeted in last week. They wanted to know what our actual times were. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to be totally honest. Yeah. I don't know if Docs is going to be honest about his times. <laughs> I'm going to be honest in my uh, abstaining to answer. Answer, yeah. But I, I mean, no need to make up no times. Need, yeah. Just don't Just don't answer. Don't answer. Yeah. That's, that's the way to handle it, uh, I think. But you're right. It is on the internet. But, you know, like. All the, and you can see, everybody can see what you did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think back when I was a kid, it was probably easier to make up fake times. And everybody knew then right. when you were making up a fake time. <laughs> right. you, we didn't have the, the, the ability to go look at every race result ever or call Joanna and say, Joanna, <laughs> what was this person's time? I know you looked at the race results. Yeah. But I, but even even when it was, was uh, easier to lie about it, everybody knew that you were lying about your time. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, it's a respect thing. I think it really like I mean you earn those times that you you do and if you're if you're fast you're fast if you're not you're not. And it's okay. and it's okay. And it's yeah. exactly. It's okay. We all have different sort of uh backgrounds and running history and the and most of the people in this industry do run so it's a small industry so starting to go down that path of telling fibs is probably not a good idea. Although my mile PR was on the Camp Holiday Trails. That's true. 
And so nobody, I mean, you can't confirm that, but it's definitely 45 seconds faster than my second fastest. This time. wasn't a certified <laughs> course. There is no chance it was. I remember we did a, t- a time trial out there at Virginia. and well, so we, we did a workout. And, a workout. And the assistant coach might have put the cone in the wrong place. <laughs> As we came when, in under th- when four Everybody minutes. broke four minutes yeah. in the mile. <laughs> so, but that was my fiance. Just a casual 349. Yeah, exactly. This time. Well, yeah. you know, one final thing. We mentioned my older brother before. He he was a stickler for times and he was oh, dating yeah. this girl at the time back in probably a dozen years ago or so, maybe 15 years ago. And she claimed that she, uh, ran in this Ekaden, uh, which is a road race. Maybe they happened in Japan and she ran for her country. I think she was maybe in from New Zealand or something. And she was hell bent on letting everybody know that she ran this Ekaden. And my brother looked it up and didn't see her name in there for her country like a world champion type event. And he asked her, well, where was this Ekaden? And she said, uh, well, it was in Ekaden, Japan, of course, which isn't really a place. Even the Geography Challenge know, know that they, they... So caught red-handed, and they didn't date after that. So, yeah, I, I'd say the moral of the story is be careful of what you... Uh, what you put out there. Otherwise, Big Far won't date you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the consequences. So I, I uh, apologize. I think we derailed Joanna's questions yeah, here. Yeah, true. With that, everybody, we need to get off the high horse in the studio <laughs> right. uh, and, and maybe get back to the interview. Right, back, yeah, I really feel yeah. like that was like a PSA yeah. for, mm-hmm. for All right, go, go, go ahead, Joanna. Carry um, on. Okay, so Mark, you went to college in D.C. Yep. So did correct. I. Yeah. So Better I, school, but we're not going to get into that now. <laughs> yeah, not on air. Right. Um, my, question, my next question is, what was your go-to bar in college? Um, again, questionable life choices for me, but I, I ended up at McFadden's way too many times and that's, that's like now defunct. so GW. Well, yeah, it's right there. So it's, it's right there in foggy bottom. Yeah. Well, okay. it used to be used to until be. Okay. it was wisely closed down. <laughs> okay. All right. That's Cause you stopped question. going. Yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, right. I, let's be honest. The dollar beers were, were, <laughs> yeah, that's at, solid. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Uh, isn't, wasn't there something at McFadden's where you, you could like win stuff? It wasn't so much winning because everybody won, uh, but it was an open <laughs> bar. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. People yeah. used to people from AU used to go there for the open bar. Yeah, thing. you guys used us. I get it. Yeah, I, see I didn't go. Yeah, where was your bar of choice? Yeah. Oh, my bar of choice in college yeah. was Roxanne's in Adams Morgan because <laughs> it had something for everyone. It had a rooftop bar. Uh-huh. It had like a lounge level with like couches and stuff. There was a dance floor level. Mm-hmm. There's like a sweaty karaoke basement. I mean, it was literally something for everyone. Mm-hmm. It was best bar. I loved it. it. Uh, um, so then going back to high school, what were the four posters you had on your wall in high school? So we moved just about like every two weeks, it felt like. Mm-hmm. So my poster game was pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if I... How about I, in I your probably, freshman year in college? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I had like a Manchester United poster. There you go. <sighs> that that was pretty much it. No, it was a really good life choice. No, it's terrible. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a Man U guy. So yeah, yeah, that, that you. other team you're talking oh, about. So, you are, so we've you, got two yeah. Liverpool and two Man Wait, no, U. Wait, no, I'm I'm Liverpool. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've you've said previously on a show that uh, I'm Liverpool. That you're, no, you're I'm, I'm, Liverpool. I mean, you guys are making Mark Davis happy. I know. No one should be doing that. <laughs> oh, I'm a Leicester City guy. I've always been. <laughs> you you even put a hundred down on that yeah. one this year, huh? All right, so Manchester United. What else? That was it. I I literally right. I, I kept things sparse. I, I like to keep things pretty uh, pretty easy to move. Well, Mark Mizuno is a great partner of ours. Every year at the Jingle All the Way 5K, we do a breath thermo ski lodge. It's a 
theme ski lodge uh, with with Michael and Matt, uh, like who, who are who are lo- who are local guys here. Uh, it features hot chocolate and breath thermo gloves that you can run with during the race. Uh, tell us about we do awesome with breath thermo. Tell us about what this breath thermo technology is as it finally will get colder here. Uh, you know, September October of this year. It's uh, it's one of those another like cool technology that we have that kind of steps us away from everyone else Mm -hmm. um and really the best part of it is it allows us to keep materials really light while adding warmth uh so basically it's a fiber that is woven into uh all our clothes and accessories during the winter months uh that reacts with sweat vapor Mm -hmm. and heats up so it's almost kind of like having a wetsuit on but much more breathable and Joanna has modeled every year the breath thermo gear. That's true, I have. Yeah, and I believe can, she had a bucket dumped on her at some point. Yeah, she did. She did have <laughs> a bucket of water dumped on her. We can, uh, we'll have to link that uh, video to uh, to the to this podcast on our Run Pacers. I think that was really the first page. time that we worked together. Yeah, that was that was it. That was our <laughs> first creative. I don't know how creative adventure. You, and yeah. I can't believe that I was still the second choice for the podcast. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Well, Mark, uh, it's been great having you. I'm glad you flew in here just for the show, right? Yep. No, right. I'm literally, I'm in and out. That's that is, that, that's fantastic. Got to well, catch a flight now. Well, yep. we, we enjoyed having, having you on. He's the territory manager for Mizuno out in Vegas, most importantly, Southern California <laughs> and Arizona. Mark Draft. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Mark Drath, Territory Manager for Mizuno, for joining us today. And thank you to the TSA for allowing us to do the interview at yeah, the gate. He's already gone. He's yeah. already back on that flight. That's the commitment from guests that we need. You know, uh-huh. flying across the country for this show. Mm-hmm. That's what we like to see. Although I'm concerned about how easy it was to get past TSA <laughs> right. with all these cases and just be like, excuse me, where are you going with that? We're like, yeah. oh, we're recording a podcast? They're like, <laughs> okay, was, there's a special kind of line weird. for that all the way through here. Go through. No x-rays, no security check. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, hey, straight through that here. That is kind of weird. Straight here for, yeah. I thought they were cutting back on TSA agents, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Maybe that's why it was. So, so if you're late for your flight, just tell them you're recording a podcast, <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's the way to do it. Actually, I don't think we should let that get out. Yeah, that's, that's true. Good this point. is not an educational. Yeah, edit that out. Yeah, yeah good call. Uh, you can follow Mizuno, of course, on Twitter. They're a good follow. It's at Mizuno Running, and you can follow Mark. It's MR Draft, and he is a frequent tweeter to the program. Of course, you can always tweet us at Pace the Nation. This podcast is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. One area in Princeton as well. Pacers running is for every run. And also check out our website. We have uh, supplementary content there. Uh, we try to do uh, put some links up, and and uh, sometimes there's little clips. Yep. And coming soon, we have an email address now. Mm. It's uh, pacethenation at gmail dot com. Correct. Yep. Pacethenation um, at gmail dot com. Yeah. So if you want to, if you if you're not on the Twitter, uh, yeah. you can you can email us. And if you if you don't believe in putting stamps on things, <laughs> you right. can email us now. We're accessible. Um, and uh, we're going to hopefully next week have another way, yeah. another method to get, to, in, touch to get in touch with us. And then in two weeks, we'll cancel all those. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
All right, this week in the news, all the news that is meaningful to the hosts that's running related. Joanna, how fit is your city? How fit is your city? Uh, you mean D.C.? Yeah. I think it's like the number one fittest city in America. You got it. Washington, D.C. was named again the fittest city in America. So the metropolitan area, which includes Arlington, Alexandria, as well as parts of Maryland, uh, tops the list with a score of 77.9, slightly lower than the score we had uh, in 2015 of 79.6, and that's out of 100. What changed? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the weather rains every day, so we got less fit. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Minneapolis was second. And their, their score out of 100 was 76.7. Uh, and then it was Denver was, was the next uh, one. I like those scores as if they're meaningful in any <laughs> which way. I can't. Biggest mover. Uh, any idea who the biggest mover was? Um, Philadelphia. Mil- Milwaukee. Mm. Random. I don't know. Yeah, but what does biggest mover mean? means that they were, uh, they were probably... 300th place, and then they moved to... Oh, oh! I thought you meant like the, the people that lived in the city oh, moved no. more than no, no, other no. cities. No, no, no. Um, Biggest think, change in, from 2015 to 2016. Do you think uh, maybe... maybe uh, Milwaukee moved because Chris Jatan moved to D.C. That's true. Yeah. So maybe Chris Jatan and his fast marathon times are responsible for <laughs> Milwaukee dropping in the rankings and D.C. shooting up the rankings. Definitely. I, I think that's science. Could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Well, if you check out the Runner's World uh, news feed, you, you can see that story, How Fit Is Your City? And actually, the picture on uh, the the cover is of the story is of Pacers employee... Zach Miller, Pacers running employee Zach Miller, is running in front of the Capitol in a race in 2003. So that was pretty cool. Also today in the news, Mr. Docs had something to add. Not me. <laughs> oh, Mr. Docs being your dad. It's not his name. Okay, that's right. Yeah, we do this every single time. Know, and you've true. met the guy before. <laughs> I know. Um, I know. Well... My dad sent us a, a note saying that um, former guest Lewis Kent has signed an endorsement deal to run on the Beer Mile circuit. Yes. And uh, that kid's bringing in some serious cash now. So it's a good thing we talked to him before he got to be big time. <laughs> yeah. I, um, that did concern me a little bit because we are not on his circuit. But I actually saw Darren Ravel tweet that uh, this week that... Uh, National Beer Mile Circuit has signed Lewis Kent Myler to represent them on their Beer Mile Dude, tour. Do not let Darren Ravel try to snake my dad's <laughs> uh, exclusive. My dad brought it to the podcast. Uh, and and you're, you're you're right. You're right. Darren Ravel. That's is, my dad's exclusive, not Darren Ravel. Yeah, Darren Ravel is is Darren Ravel's getting way too much airtime on this thing. Right. Too much run on this show. Yeah. Well, he is ESPN's. Uh, he he is their business analyst, and mm-hmm. he's I don't care. frequently on SportsCenter, et cetera. Yeah, well, your dad. So, well, <laughs> shall I go over my dad's resume, too? <laughs> yeah, he's Pace the Nation's business analyst. <laughs> That's a good point. Take that, Ravel. Finally, in the news, we had a contribution from our boy Midpack Biped. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sent us a story. Did he send it to us, or did he just send it to Tutorials DC? <laughs> I think he might have just sent it to Joanna. So, um, Joanna, you take this one. Yeah, and what's surprising is he was not 
the only person to forward me this article. <laughs> oh, yeah? So I guess my reputation... So, but who has the exclusive? My dad? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Yes. As Pace Nation's official business uh-huh. analyst. All right. Good uh, job, Dad. Yeah. But so the article was ca- called um, How Women Took Over the World of Running. And uh, it it's basically talks about how women have started to outnumber men in races. And uh, probably like 20 years ago, you'd see a lot of women-only races because women needed that to get into the sport. And sure. now we don't need to have those anymore because we're killing it. Yeah, like all, all Pacers running races are majority women i guess the question is when when can we start having men's only races so that we can get back in the game <laughs> they wouldn't be very popular yeah uh because women are killing it on the race scene i know because we're too intimidated by all the women that's, on the, that's so true need a men's only race that's probably true and a members only jacket well that is your in the news all right joanna how about a new segment just this week we'll see how it goes how how are things going over at Navy Yard? Oh, this was a big week in Navy Yard. Okay. How about that? Yeah, a lot of things happened. Uh, so to start with, on Saturday, Nicholas Blake came into the store. The Nicholas Blake? Yeah, so I've mm. met him now. Was I he looking for Farley? No. <laughs> <laughs> he came- so inside. I mean, it's ridiculous. You, you can't... Glad that Mark, like, Ben's listened to it so he could understand what we were talking about when we talked to him. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Why bring on. Mark up? He's back on his airplane. Yeah, that's true. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so Nicholas Blake came in. He was running the Capitol Hill Classic, and we had pack a pickup. But it was really great to meet him, and he had um, Marky Frank with him as well. The the infamous Marky Frank. Yeah, so it was kind of like a two for deal because I got nice. to meet both. Wow. Yeah. Lucky you. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, this week in Navy Yard, uh, we had all podcast hosts uh, run the. We mentioned this earlier. Run the runch together. Yes, we did. Well, two of the three ran the runch. <laughs> I showed up and then dumped docs and then Dude, left him for dead. I, I don't even I don't even see the point in, in us going to DC together. Right. Like I I said, What time are you leaving? You yeah. said twelve o'clock. Can you meet me at my house at twelve o'clock? So I I show up at your house, you're not there. Right. I text you at twelve o'clock because I showed up early because to be early is to be on time. Right. The old, the old expression right. which you live by. <laughs> um right. And you weren't at your house, and you're still in a meeting, so I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. And then you, you pick me up, and this is – I alluded to this earlier. You literally drove down Haynes Point, <laughs> got off 395. I was like, why are you going here? This is the way you run. Uh, yeah, you're like, right. Why are you driving the There's way you run? There's some truth to that. And, and then you wanted to drive uh, by every single road or drive on every single road that was closed down because of a construction. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. I blew it. I definitely blew it. But we got him there in time for him to run. Then I had well, another meeting. I had another <laughs> meeting to go to. But we did get in front of the Runch group yeah. and, and got, to, got to introduce the podcast. So hopefully we picked up a couple listeners. I wasn't done. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So then you, you drive me down there, and then as soon as we get me there, you're like, I can't bring you home. Right. I'm like, what was the point of us driving together? And you said that as he was throwing your bag yeah. out the window, right? You just, you just made me late and then and abandoned me in D.C. But it all worked out. It all worked out. So he got a ride home with Steve. So, you know, I figured things would work out. I didn't want to, I didn't want to broach the subject of not being able to stay or be able to. You know, uh-huh. I promised to be there at the runch. Yeah, but, I was there. But I could have driven myself and parked my car. That's, this that's this sounds a lot like um, a conversation <laughs> we had earlier about basketball. Right. Yeah. Did, should should Docs have listened to another podcast to find out that he wasn't going to yeah. get a ride home? Yes. Listen to another podcast. You'd figure out the ending there. All right. 
Yes, it, it was fun. Um, it was a good event. Yeah, yeah. R- the wrenches went really well. We still have one more left. Yeah, so um, Wednesday, 1230. Mm-hmm. No promises from any host being there, but Joanna will be there. So yeah, one so of the hosts. One host, <laughs> one host will be there. Yeah. Your and favorite it, host. Yeah. yeah. And it will there'll be an ice cream party to celebrate the end of Rent. Now, so. I don't know how much I believe that because last time I heard there was going to be cake and it just ended up being cookies. cookies. And even yeah. though the cookies were delicious, yeah. uh, it was not ice cream cake. Well, ice cream and cake next week. Well, not cake, <laughs> just ice cream. All right, just ice cream. Uh, okay, so that was Wednesday in Navy Yard, uh-huh. um, but the big event was really Sunday in Navy Yard. Mm-hmm. So Sunday night was the big launch of Pacers racing teams at the 14th Street store, but I had all of their shoes and uniforms in the Navy Yard store, so I borrowed my roommate's car to pick everything up in Navy Yard and bring it over to 14th Street. Okay. But, sounds, sounds very uneventful. Yeah, it was it was pretty routine, right? Mm-hmm, right. Um, but... When I get to Navy Yard, it's game day, and the game was just starting. So right. there's people everywhere, there's cars everywhere, and it's just a madhouse. And I circle around the block where the store is a couple times, and I don't see any spots. And there's a cop on the other side of the road. So I'm like, I'm just going to throw on my flashers, like grab the box, and then get out of here. So I get out of the car, but I leave the keys in the ignition. Mm-hmm. So that you know where to find them. Right. <laughs> so I know where to find them. Mm-hmm. Um, but my roommate's car locks automatically. No. Even if the keys are in the even ignition. Even if the keys are in the ignition. So the car's running. <laughs> Is it it's illegally parked? Uh, it's double parked in front oh. of the store on game day. Uh, a lot of cars were trying to get by and honking uh, i was also blocking in a car that was broken down and needed a jump wow so there is a lot of action. oh there's a lot of moving parts there <laughs> yeah but so then the- everybody that was honking you were like who are you honking at there's nobody in the car you idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should have just totally washed your hands of it walked away <laughs> yeah. i don't know whose car this is not some my idiot car. left not, it running not my car Get an uber yeah, yeah. Uh, so then there, so there's a bunch of cops in the area and I, I talked to the U S Navy police, the yards, security police, Homeland security, and two different Metro cops, um, about the situation. The Metro cops. Wait a minute. What are the Metro cops doing for you? Well, so the Navy police, sorry to any Metro cops who listen. (laughs) So the Navy policeman told me that they have slim gyms in their car so that they Uh could open the car for me. And they're like, Oh, and since you're blocking traffic, they'll, they'll definitely do it. You just Uh need to find a cop. So when I see a cop, I think this is the Uh, solution and I'm so excited. And then he was like, Oh, we can't have those anymore. Um, and they can't he, have Slim Jims? They can't have Slim Jims really? anymore, yeah. Snap into that Slim Jim. <laughs> Not that type, Docs. Uh, um, it's bad for your health. It's yeah. bad for your health, yeah. yeah. So he uh, thought he thought the whole situation was pretty funny, and he just got out, and he was like, so how are you going to move this car? So he was no help. He was no help. You wow. should have called Mark Johnson. He would have told you the Farley dad joke. Pick, <laughs> pick up the car. Have yeah. Farley pick up the car. Yeah, right. Yeah, you picked up a you bus. You can pick up a bus. Why can't you pick, you pick up, up the car? Exactly. Uh, so I Googled, my keys are locked in my car, help. And <laughs> <laughs> You literally Googled Farley. that. You've got police officers walking around. Farley, hashtag millennials. I know, seriously. <laughs> so you Googled it. Yeah, and this video came up of this guy who unlocked his car with, with a, a piece sh- of string. With a piece of string. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, well, I'd never seen this before, but this is my only hope because uh-huh. I don't know how much it costs to have a locksmith come and open your car, but I assumed it was a lot. Wait a minute. Does she have the, the locks on the door that allow this? Yeah, it's a 2001 Jeep, so it's an older car. So you are, you are so lucky. Oh, I yeah, I really like. You're that. literally surrounded by police officers. Yeah, and people and, hon- and people Googling honking. Yeah, and a woman who wants it. to jump her car. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, 
And so I Google this and then we get it, we get some shoestring and yeah. we make the little loop and we shimmy it into the door and yeah. uh, we got it open. It worked. No it way. Worked. Yeah. Wow. So no now, way. But this is, but this is great because now I know how to get a car. I just need to learn how to hotwire and I can get a car. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. <laughs> Google how to hotwire and you're good to go. Wow. So that was Sunday. It's an eventful day. So that's what happened in AVR on Saturday, on Sunday, on Wednesday. What about Monday and Tuesday? Um, well, nothing truly eventful happened on Tuesday, but on Monday, mm-hmm. listener C.T. McGee stopped by. <laughs> oh, C.T. McGee. Oh, when so he stopped by to get a magnet, but I didn't actually have the magnets in the store, but now I do. So if you stop by Navy Yard to visit me, I will have magnets. What a scam. What a scam <laughs> you're running there. You just tell what you should just tell everybody is I have the magnets, but they're in my illegally double parked, uh, <laughs> locked car. Old C.T. McGee. Oh, good to see him, it I'm sure. It took me a long time to put that together. Good to see him the other day at the store. All right, so that is what's happening at Navy Yard. All right, good show, guys. I did want to just say this quick shameless plug. Please nominate us. I hate to, I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Nominate us as your favorite store in America. Running.competitor.com. Votus is one of the 50 best running stores in America. We'll put a link up on our site. And uh, my shameless plug. Yes. Please vote my lawn for best lawn in the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks to Mark Draft for joining us. He's from Mizuno. He's the territory manager out west somewhere. Uh, Thanks to William E. Docks and thanks to Joanne Russo. I'm your host, Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. We will see you next week. All right, that's your week in Navy. Right? No, it's not. We have <laughs> other things, dude. All right, go ahead. Do you know what kind of car Janis Joplin drove? Um, 
a 2001 Jeep Liberty. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know who Janis Joplin is. I know who she is. I don't know what kind of car she drove, though. Or she was. Well, she had a song that said, Lord, buy me a Mercedes Benz. And then she got a Mercedes Benz? Nope, she drove a Porsche. Oh. 